Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Welcome back for another week. And it's so fascinating to me. We are in the third week of August. It's like it, the time just flies. Summer is basically over. Um, we're look, thinking about Labor Day and all the ways that that kind of ends the summer. You know, um, the, the kids are heading back to school all over the country. It is just like, wow, summer just came and went that fast. So if you haven't completed your summer plans or you're kind of still thinking about what to do for the summer, you are late and you got to think about next summer. <laughs> But it's really, it was, you know, it's really good to have the little bit of a downtime in the summer. Um, but we're almost back to that time. September, the hustle and bustle kind of picks back up. So I'm sad to see summer go, but it was a good summer for me. So I'm going to start off, and I hope it was a good summer for you too. I mean, the weather was pretty warm here in New York. Um, hopefully you had a good summer. Um, I'm going to start off with the financial emancipation thought of the day. And this quote comes from George Lorimer. And the quote, it says, it's good to have money and things that money can buy, but it is good too to check up once in a while to make sure you haven't lost the things that money can't buy. You know, there, you know, this podcast again is about money and finances and all of that. But that's why I started to adjust around the margins, what this podcast was truly about, because what shows up with your money and how your money shows up and how you show up with your money often is a replica of what of the ways in which you show up in other aspects of your life the decision making um the ways in which you handle it what you value etc and so it's really important to kind of be take a holistic approach to how you manage your finances based on an approach you're taking to yourself and so um i i really do encourage folks to like look at all aspects of their selves and how they're living their lives and not just solely focused on money, but have, having money be part of it. So that's the financial emancipation thought of the day. So I want to talk today um, about something that really is kind of weighing upon me in the sense that we're constantly talking about it. And I think that it needs, you know, additional conversation every time it kind of comes up. It's a revisit to something that I've I've said. I have an episode about this prior and this is talking a lot about what you can afford. I think that we don't talk enough about what exactly that means when we say, can you afford it? So some people, different people classify afford in different ways. They believe, some people believe if, as long as you have the money, you can afford it. Some people go to the extent of saying, um, as long as you have the available credit, you can afford it. But for me, my definition of afford goes a little bit along the lines of the Webster Dictionary of Afford, which is means when you can afford something, which means you can do it without causing any damage or harm. So you can afford to buy an outfit without causing any damage or harm to your finances. You can afford to go on vacation because you have the money right now. You can spare the money and you, you're causing yourself no damage or harm. Um, going forward, can you afford to buy a house? I Means you, when you buy this house, it will not cause detriment to your additional finances. Can you afford this car? Things like that. But some people just look at it like if I can be if I if it's a mortgage and I can be approved, I can afford it. If it's a car loan and I get approved, I can afford it. Recognize that anyone who's lending lending you money does not have your best interest at heart, um, and they will intent intentionally lend you money for which you do not qualify for. Um, 
as a trap, you know, because it's a short-term game for them. They get the they get the gains on it in the beginning. When you take the loan, they sell your loan to someone else. They make money and they move on. So understand that a quali- qualifying for something or having a qualification doesn't necessarily mean that you can afford it. You can be approved for credit um, and have available credit and can't afford to use it and pay it off. And so I think, you know, people be- begin to fill themselves up with a theory about what they can afford. Um, and some people don't even discuss what they can afford. They go into the bigger question that they have, they have or the bigger thought process they, that they have, which is what they deserve. I deserve a vacation. I deserve a new outfit. I deserve a bag. I deserve all of these things. When you talk about what you deserve, I am a, I come from a different place of what you deserve. I think you only deserve what you can afford. And afford really means that you're able to do it without any damage or harm to your finances beyond that space. So the reason I brought this up is because we're at a space in time where, you know, the need to do things has a lot to do with satisfying other needs or absence. So the need to spend money, the need to have a life and do things, um... It's not the wrong thing. It's not wrong to feel like you need a vacation. It's not wrong. All those things are not wrong. What becomes wrong with it is when you're unwilling to make the decisions that are necessary in order to have those things. And then you still go forward with the, the thought process that you, you deserve something. So if you feel like you deserve a vacation, then you should do the things with your finances in order to make sure that you can afford a vacation. Instead of saying that you deserve it and not making any choices that would make it so that you can afford it. Deserving and afford should go hand in hand. When you say that you deserve something, I will always counter and tell you you only deserve what you can afford. If you cannot afford a vacation, you do not deserve one. You may need a vacation. You may feel like you you need a vacation. You may be tired. You may be in a space where you need a vacation. But a vacation is simply time away from work or maybe time away from the people who you live with or something, but it doesn't mean you you can afford to jump on a plane and head over to, you know, another place or spend money on all that. It doesn't mean that. So you, you have to be able to put it all in perspective and say what afford really and truly means and how it really, how it plays into you and what you can, can afford. And so your finances are important. What you can afford is important. And you have to be able to, to honestly have that conversation without being a without being guided or 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 led by the, what you believe you deserve. And coming back to kind of our our the last podcast which talks about how this your finances are really a, a depiction of a lot of other things in your life and often people are spending money to make up and and close holes that were created at a time in their life when they didn't have the power to make a decision. So maybe you were a kid and you always felt like you deserved vacation or you always wanted to go on vacation and you never did and you never could. And maybe your parents couldn't afford it and cho- or chose not to take you or didn't do that for you. So now as an adult, when you're the person who's in control, you're going to do it regardless. And maybe what's happening is that you do work hard and you do need a vacation. But what you're choosing to do with your money um, is something because you want to make sure everyone can see that you have a good job. You've overextended yourself with expenses that make it so that you technically cannot afford a vacation. But you can't tell another person that you can't afford a vacation because it gets to the part about what you are doing with the money that you have. 
And so people don't want to have to do that. They don't want to explain that. They don't want to have to live like that. It's really kind of tough and challenging to have that conversation with another person who's trying, who I'm trying to say to them, listen, you need to kind of figure out what is important to you. You need to make the financial sacrifices ahead of time so that you can have the things that you're claiming you want. That's a very challenging conversation for a person who's trying to feed a hole or feed a need that's deep down in them that does that comes from something far bigger and, and greater as a, like, like their childhood. So you have to understand where you're coming from when you're talking about what you believe you deserve. And if you truly and believe you deserve something, and that is what you truly believe that that's something that you should have, I only believe that to be true when you're willing to make the sacrifices ahead of time so that you can technically afford it. But you cannot have the conversation about what you can afford, I'm sorry, what you deserve, if you're unwilling to make the ahead of time sacrifices to make it so that you can afford it. Remember, what you deserve and what you afford should always be in line. And if you believe strongly in something that you should do and you should have, then you should be willing to make the financial sacrifices ahead of time, which means you say no to yourself, you say no to others, and you manage your money, you budget, and you stick to a budget. If you are willing to do that, then at the end you will have the things that you would that you desire. And you will be able to afford them at the same time. There is no benefit to your finances to live above your means and to do things in a moment to satisfy an impulse at one point in time to then have to deal with that for months and months later like you do with credit or like you do when you overextend yourself. There's no benefit to that. What we need to focus on is making the plans ahead of time. If you're saying to me, I want to go on vacation next year, I want to go on three vacations in 2019, there's nothing wrong with that. I believe that I work hard and I want to be able to do that. So here we are in 2018, there's some sacrifices we got to make. Some things we have to be willing to do as we lead up to 2019 so that that is going to be something you can afford. If that means we have to aggressively pay down credit card debt, which means that we have to aggressively say no to going out, going to drinks, going on any other vacations. You know, we have to aggressively say we're going to meal prep and not spend money on lunch. We have to aggressively say that we are going to cut back on expenses all around. We're going to have to do that so that what the goals are for 2019, we can afford them. Not just to say, I want to go on three vacations in 2019. I'm going to just make sure I have the credit cards available so I can go and I'll deal with it in 2020. And we're also not going to do for the parents out there. We're not going to plan our futures next year. We're not going to say, oh, we're going to do all these things next year based on a tax return. Because like I always tell you guys, the tax return is not a windfall. Tax return is your money. And also, if you're going to get the the tax return will be the only opportunity most of us will have to get a lump sum of cash that can actually do anything as it relates to our finances. So if you receive your tax return in April and and right now it's August and you're already planning for the fact that you're going to use the April tax return to do something that you can't technically afford, that's bad money management. It's poor money management, especially when, particularly when you have outstanding debt and things that are holding you back from doing that stuff right now and using cash. So keep in mind that you need to be managing all of your expenses, managing your money in a way that is in line with what you believe you can, you believe you deserve so you can afford what you deserve. Because what I always say is that you do not deserve anything that you cannot afford. So I want to wrap that up. It's a lesson that is, is, is consistent through the financial emancipation journey and it will come up in different ways and different ways in which we will talk about it over and over again until 
until the end of time because it's something that always comes up when I deal with clients about what they deserve and what they can afford and there's usually a disconnect and what I want to try to do with this journey is make that connection together bring it back together so that you are only focusing on what you what you can afford and believing that you only deserve what you can afford Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you'll be back. If you haven't already done so, please head over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation and join the Facebook group. We're having some lively conversations over there about um, some of the YouTube videos that I put up. I put up one discussing the, the Philly mom who um, threw the, the, the big prom. Um, there's a good, lively discussion going on in the Facebook group there and discussions around some of the D.L. DL Hughley issue with his, his his wife paying off his mistress. So some good conversations going on there. And also, if you head on over to the YouTube page, I'm at uh, Financial Emancipator. There's a couple of more recent videos up there um, kind of talking about those same topics. So if you're interested, head on over there. And um, and if you are haven't already done so, make sure you subscribe. Make sure if you're listening to this podcast, go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Um, or and rate, rate and review and subscribe um, and follow me on SoundCloud so you can get your latest updates of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today and I hope you'll be back as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.